Amen. We trust you had a beautiful Christmas. Amen. Amen. I trust everybody has come this evening to, uh, to see what God had in store for you. Amen. Amen. Brother Bobby Boland said at one time, he comes to the church to preach for us. He said, if you come in the door and said, God, here I am, bless me. If you can, then you got your blessing when you got out of the bed this morning. Uh-huh. He said, but if you come and said, God, here I am, please, God bless yeah. me. Come expecting, bless God, you'll leave uh-huh. with your wagon loaded. Amen? Amen. I, I, I'd rather hear these other men preach, to be honest with you. I, I don't have the preacher's itch, I, I guarantee you, but there's nothing that I like any better than to preach. I love telling the story of Jesus Christ. I love telling the story of what He done for me on Calvary. Amen? And I, let me say this right here. If He can save me, bless God, He can save anybody. Amen? If He, if he can come by at a 21-year-old, not nose brat kid, and save me from a devil's hell, He can save anybody. Thankful, bless God, that I had enough sense to get in out of the rain. Amen. Amen, Brother Dennis Astus, and I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to stand and preach, brother. Amen. I appreciate the confidence that you have in uh, sharing your pulpit with us. Amen. Because uh, you just don't, if you pastor a church and you pastors know this, you just don't let anybody right. mount the pulpit. Amen. Right. You don't do that. I mean, I, I know a lot of so-called preachers and they're friends of mine. And they are not going to preach behind the pulpit at Mountain Creek Independent Baptist Church. Amen. Amen. That's just the way it is. I don't, I will stand before God and give an account for that. And Brother Dennis will too. And I appreciate the confidence that he has allowed me to stand here this evening. Amen. Haven't I said that when he asked about two weeks ago, I guess, maybe, I guess it's been about two weeks, ain't it? I started praying. I said, God, what would you have us to pray? And I haven't had, I, I, now, uh, you preachers know, you probably got ten messages. If you don't, bless God, uh, you probably do, that you could preach at any given time. But I was wanting something special for uh, tonight, and I was asking God, and He never did give me nothing special. This morning, I, or last night, I told my wife, I said, darling, I said, I believe I'll stay up. My bedtime's 9 o'clock, amen. I'm already past my bedtime. Amen. I said, I'm going to stay up late tonight, and I'm going to sleep in in the morning. I don't sleep in. I get up early. I'm, I'm, I'm up and going. And, bless, and when my wife got back from town this morning, she said, you, you wasn't lying. I didn't get out of bed till 10 o'clock. Well, I got up, and I, I'm sitting there, and God gave me a fault this morning. Amen, this is what he gave me this morning. I mean, this is fresh off the press. Bless God, this wasn't two weeks ago when I started praying. He gave it to me this morning. He only gave me a thought. And whenever I got in here this evening, these two gentlemen here talk about boxing. And funny how that is, uh, my illustration is about boxing this evening. Amen. Uh, funny how I was born in the 70s, raised in the 80s, and I loved Rocky Balboa. Amen. Champion. Yeah. Well, now that's what he was. Well, he's a champion. Amen. I mean, I mean boy, he'd, he'd, he'd get in the ring and he'd whoop him. I in so much, I liked him so much, boy, I thought I was going to be Rocky Balboa. <laughs> I tried my best to be Rocky Balboa. I mean, I whooped my cousins in every yard there was. I whooped every neighbor there was. I, I mean, I was just, I'd go to school looking for a fight, just thinking I was Rocky Balboa. Yeah. I was the champion. Amen. 
after I got up in a little bit in age, I, I found out that I, I, I like driving cars pretty good too. So I always had me an old hot rod laying around. And boy, I like getting out. And I like whooping people with a car. Hey man, we get out and drag race. And if you beat me this week, you bless God, you're going to have to do it again next week. I like racing. And whenever I, I, I like circle track racing, I like to watch... Dale Earnhardt, whoop, uh, uh, Richard, I mean, uh, uh, Rusty Wallace every week, amen. You either hated him or you liked him, or you either hated to like him or liked to hate him. I mean, it's just either which way you looked at it. Uh, Rust, uh, uh, Rusty Wallace was for the Ford people, and Earnhardt was for the Chevy people, and I was a Chevy guy, and I, I and bless God, I, but whenever he died, the champion died. That's the way I felt about it, and I quit watching racing. Never watch, don't watch sports or anything. But my thought was champion. I mean, we all like being champions, don't we? And we want to be on top of the world. We don't want, bless God, we want everything our way. We want to be number one, no matter what you're doing. And you can either say, hey, man, or oh, me. Hey, bless God, you don't want to be last in line. You want to be first. Hey, man, you like, you like being the champion. That's just the, that's just the nature of ourselves. Hey, Amen. You know, 2022 was a rough year for a lot of people. Hey, man, it whooped a lot of people. Yeah. Hey, man, I, I've been to the funeral home quite a few times this year. Hey, man. I, I've, I've got, just, just in recent days, one of my childhood buddies, two of them, matters of fact, uh, one, right after, uh, one right after Thanksgiving and one right the week before Christmas, they lost their mother. And, um, boy, that's, that's heartbreaking because, uh, you know, they're my same age as me. And I don't want to lose my mama. Hey Amen. That's, uh, that's uh, bless God, I, I, I don't know their pain. I hope I never know. I hope I go, I hope we go in the rapture. Amen. Yeah. But I was sitting thinking about the message, about being a champion, how 2022 had, had been so rough. And 2023, bless God, I want you to know something. Don't expect anything uh, uh, no better in 2023. Hey Amen. Let me, let me give you a little insight of what 2023 is going to hold for you. Whether you know this or not, and this is not secret information, you can go find this on the internet any given time. Uh, bless God, just don't do it right now. Yeah. Amen? Uh, but you can go home and look this up. Israel has now announced that their Messiah is with them alive and well today and performing miracles. Amen? Israel, uh, the Sanhedrin court has let Israel uh, put up five years ago, uh, build an altar on Holy Land, where the Temple Mount is. They have built a altar there. And this altar, if you'll go and read Daniel, read Matthew 24, read Revelations, and you'll get the whole aspect of it. Don't have time to go in and all that this evening, but I'll tell you this. The Bible, Jesus tells them, said, remember... The abomination of desolation spoken by the prophet Daniel. Go and read that in Daniel chapter 12 where Daniel says that, that whenever the, uh, the daily sacrifice is taken away, and bless God it was on Calvary, there's no need to sacrifice no more. God accepts no sacrifice. Jesus Christ was the sacrifice. It was taken away. He said, but they are going to desecrate Holy Land. For the past five years, they have killed the animal off of Holy Land, brought it to the altar that they have made, and they have burnt this offering. Now in 2023, I, ain't, I don't know, 
But I've got a sneaky suspicion. Come about Passover, I don't know this. This is just a sneaky suspicion. That they may desecrate the Holy Land. Because now they accepted their Messiah. They did not accept Jesus Christ. And you know Messiah means Christ, don't you? Uh, They did not accept Him to be the Messiah. And He was. He was God's chosen Son. He wasn't, God, hey, God didn't survey heaven to see who He was going to send, but it's God, because God knew who He was going to have to send. Yeah. Yeah. He had to send the champion, didn't He? Right. Right. Amen. He had to send the champion. The devil's not a champion. Bless God, He thinks He is a champion. Right. But He's not a champion. But Jesus Christ, bless God, was. But now that, that Israel thinks that they have the Messiah, I'll put quotation marks around that because he's, he's not. The Bible over in Revelation tells me that, bless God, He's nothing but the, uh, the Antichrist. Amen. So well, how close are we leaving out of here? I believe it's very close. Bible's in, and Matthew says, no man knoweth the day or the hour. So I'm not setting a date time. Uh, but bless God, it's not, it's, it's not a blaspheming of God to suspect to leave next year. Amen. You better, the Bible said that we are the children of the light, not of the dark. That the, he's coming as a thief in the night to those that live in the dark. But those of us that are, that, are, uh, that are of the light, it's not going to be a surprise. Amen. Amen. We're leaving here. And it's soon. Now, bless God, I, I, maybe everyone in the sound of my voice, you might got another 150 years under you, but I ain't got a clue. But I said it like this at my church. If Jesus does come back, and I believe Dennis feels the same way, they better not be none of you to show up here on Sunday morning. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, man. Amen. Amen. I, I told mine, I said, bless God, I'm going to be so mad at you that Jesus is going to have to wipe the tears out of my eyes. That's how mad I'm going to be if, if anybody shows up at Mountain Creek. Uh-huh. Amen. But I'll tell you this, a champion, Matthew chapter First Samuel, I'm sorry. First Samuel chapter 17. If you're familiar with your Bible, go ahead and turn there. You'll know that story. Yeah. Amen. If you're not too familiar with it, we'll get into it real quick. Like we, I will not keep you no longer than the Holy Ghost will allow me. Gotcha, Amen. When he says to shut up, we will shut up. If you find your place, please do stand for the reading of God's Word. Not to, uh, But let me tell you something. I, you better follow along very closely when I read because I read fast. I pronounce words backwards. Hey man, so uh, bless God, you better you better pay close attention uh, to, to what the Bible says and not what Scotty says. Amen. Uh, if you found your place, First uh, Samuel chapter seventeen, we'll start reading in verse number twenty. I'll give you the backdrop real quick. Like this is uh, the story of uh, David and Goliath. That right up to this point, uh, David's daddy he told him he said, "Go down to the trenches." Amen. And this is where we're at. Verse 20. And David rose early in the morning and left the sheep with the keeper and took and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the trenches as the host was going forth to fight and shouted for the battle. For Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in array and armed, in array, armed against army. And David left his uh, carriage in the hands of the keeper of the carriage and ran into the army and came and saluted his brethren. And he, and as he talked uh, with, uh, with them, behold, there came up a champion. You see that? A champion. Amen. Now you think about it. 
I, I laughed when I read this. God, I, I believe God's got a humor. Don't you? I, I, I sat there and I, and I read this. And God's building Goliath up right here. Hey, he called him a champion. Not only is he a champion, but notice he's a, he's, he's a giant. Bible says a champion. And the Philistines of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistine, and notice what he does. He said, and spake according uh, to, uh, to the same words, and David heard them. Let's pray. God, this evening, Father, I thank you, God, for the privilege and the opportunity, God, just to stand. God, for you don't need me, I realize that this evening. God, I bless God, this word will stand when the world burns. God, I'm not a prop stick, Father, uh, for your word, but God, I, I ask you, God, this evening, Father, that you'll hide me behind that old rugged cross, God, right on my tongue. God, use us one more time, I pray. God, let your light so shine. God, that Jesus be edified. God, and we'll thank you. Save that and closest to eternity without you, God. And we'll praise you forevermore in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. We see here a Goliath. And you go read the rest. You go read this chapter. Uh, get familiar with it again. Uh, but I want you to know something. Uh, a champion is, is somebody that is above average in what he does. Uh, just like Earnhardt, uh, he wasn't uh, he, he wasn't a Mark Martin. Bless God, Mark Martin was not. Uh, he, uh, he, Mark Martin was a wonderful race car driver. If you didn't know who he was, he's an absolutely stand up guy. I pulled for Mark Martin, loved him to death, met him a couple of times. Super nice guy, but he was not the average. He was just an average Joe racer. Dale Earnhardt was above a notch above him. They called him the champion. Hey man, we see here Goliath is called a champion. Hey man, a man of war. A man that, bless God, is nothing but no more but a pure, cold-hearted killer. Hey man, he's been in, bless God, he's been in war ever since he was just a young man. Killed a many, a many of Israelites and among that others. Bless God, he is, he knows how to weld the sword just better than anybody. He is a champion. David goes down to salute his brothers. Bring them a little bread. Amen. Notice when David gets down there, <coughs> if you'll go and read it, his brothers look at him and say, I know why you're here. You want to see somebody dead. You're down here just to see the battle. Just kept on prying and prying on him. I bless God just... I just tell him, I said, you're just, you're just an old Rudy lad. You're just down here just trying to see the battle. No, I didn't. Why he was there? He's following orders. Hey, man, like any good son would do. Daddy told him, he said, you go down there. He said, I got my three other boys down there. Bless God, I don't want them to be, have a full belly. Bless God, you get down there and you feed them so they're ready to fight when they go to fight. Fight the champion. Hey, man. You know, in 2022, a lot of Christians thought that the election in November was really going to turn this country around. I'm afraid that Christians has more faith in their government than they have of the author of this book. 
Amen. I, I'm afraid that Christians, I'm talking Christians, I am not talking, bless God, the American people, because I know who they hold their faith in. I'm talking about Christians. Every Sunday goer that goes to church, they have more faith in the government than they have with the author of the book. They thought that, bless God, November, we're going to turn her all around. Amen. It's going to be a, a, a red wave. Blue wave. I don't care what color wave. Hey man, I was asked one time, I said, what, are you a Republican? Absolutely not. Don't you cuss me like that. I'm a Christian. I vote Christian. Hey man, that's, that's the way I vote. But, but I'm afraid that we have more. We took a licking in November, didn't we? We took a licking. Hey man, the devil pulled out a, a trump card and whooped us a little bit. Hey man. Whether you believed it was rigged, or whether you believe there's, I, I don't really care what you believe. I believe, I, I believe, bless God, that, uh, that Jesus is coming back, and this election mess is just, uh, is just something that uh, puts blinders on people. Amen. But I want you to know, in 2022, uh, bless God, we've seen things that come about. We felt like we won with Roe v. versus Wade. Do you realize we didn't win nothing? We didn't win a, a, not one ounce of thing in 2022 at Roe v. versus Wade. It is still just as legal today to kill a baby. And I want you to know something. Bless God, if you think it's alright to abort a baby, you need to fall in this altar right here. That's not my thought. I've got Bible that backs it. Bless God, if you think it's alright to kill a baby, you better repent. Bless God, I'm telling you. Because I, God said, don't you harm one of my little ones. It's bad. Hey, he says if, if your right hand offends you, he said if your eye offends you, amen. Not all sin is the same. Because what did he say if you offend one of his little ones? Huh? He said it's better a millstone. Amen. If your right hand offends you, it did not acquire your life. If your, if your eye offends you, it did not acquire your life. But if you offend one of his little ones, bless God, it acquires your life. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Not all sins the same. All sin does the same thing. It separates. Yeah. Yeah. But bless God, I'll tell you here in 2022, Roe v. versus Way, it's still just as it's still just as lawful to kill a baby. They just handed it back to the state. Yeah. And all state says it's all right. That some might have put a little restriction here, a little there, loosen some restrictions here and there. 2022, we didn't win nothing. Amen. We didn't. We wasn't champions. Don't expect nothing different in 23. When 23 rolls around, hey man, you better. I, I, you better be bibled up, amen. You better be prayed up. I'm afraid. You know, and it's sad. It's very sad that nobody knows this book. You know that this that uh, it's called the Torah, the Old Testament, and, and it, that's what the Israels, the Jew people, call it, the Torah. And they say that this Messiah can quote it word for word, front to back, back to front. Don't need it. He don't have to have the book in his hand to quote it. I mean, now Brother Dennis tells me of a preacher that comes down here and can quote scripture like that because he's got a photographic memory. Boy, I'm jealous of people like that because I cannot quote scripture. I'm jealous. I wish God would give me that. I prayed about it. I said, God, please remove the fog so I can remember your book. 
Whenever I do remember a passage of Scripture, I have to sit down and have to really just beat it in. Amen? But whenever I'm thinking about 2023, what's coming about, I'm afraid a lot of our church, now don't you get mad at me. Amen? I drive a red Ford F-350 pickup truck parked right outside the door here. If you get mad and you need to flatten somebody's tires. Sorry about that, Beardy. Anyhow, I'm afraid in 2023, just hypothetically speaking, if Jesus was to return, that there would be somebody down at God's house to open the door the following Sunday. You're right. You're right. I want you to think about that this evening. Hey, man, are you, are you the one, your key holder? For charity mission? Hey, man, do you hold a key? Are you the one that comes in and unlocks the doors whenever you're the first here? You think about it. What if Jesus does come and the church is raptured out? Are you going to be here to open the door? I mean, I hope not. I pray to God not. I pray that, bless God, that the backbone of, the, of charity missions here this evening. I trust that it is. I really do. I'm not. I, I'm probably preaching to the choir, Brother Dennis. I understand that. But I had a preacher come to church one time. He said, I hope you don't mind. I preach to you like all of you are slaves, and I'm the only one in here that's, uh, all of you are lost, and I'm the only one here that's saved because I can only vouch for one of us. Yeah, Amen? Right. But I want to say this. Looky here real quick. Turn over, and I'll be finished. Amen? Turn over to uh, just a page over, same chapter, verse number 38. I can't leave David out there with the champion, amen. I got to show you the real champion of the book. The Bible says, and Saul armed David with his armor. Notice this, pay close attention. And he put his helmet of brass upon his head. Also, he armed him with a coat of meal. And David girded his sword upon the armor, and he essayed to go, for he was not for. I lost my place. Give me a second. For he had not proven it. See, David was just a little kid. He's never wore armor before. He's never wielded a sword before. Only thing David has done, he's got a little toy that you, that, he, that you give a little kid, a slingshot. Amen. And he knows how to use a slingshot. Let me tell you something. My grandpa, bless God's praises, I had a papa like him. Man, sir, could that man use a slingshot? He had a gourd. It was 80 foot off from his porch, and he could sit there with a slingshot and not even aim it and put that, put that rock right through that hole in that gourd every shot. Only way he eat, amen, when he was a kid, he had to go squirrel hunting with a slingshot. And rabbit hunted with a slingshot, fed the family with it. David here, he he's don't have the wrist rocket like we're used to. He's got the old winder up and let her rip type. Well, he said, uh, he said, look here, this stuff's not proven. I don't know nothing about it. I ain't got a clue nothing about it. He said, and David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these. For I've not proved them, and David put them off him. And he took his staff in hand, 
and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook. You say, why did he take five stones with him? Bless God, he wasn't but one of them. No, there was five of them. Amen. Goliath had four brothers. Now, let me tell you something. You go, I don't have a brother. But if I did, and if you was to kill my brother, well, you're probably going to have to kill me too because I'm going to come right at you full force. So he went prepared. Put five rocks in his pocket. Hey, man, very smart youngin, wasn't he? I'm going to call him a youngin. Is that all right? Yeah. He's just a kid. Hey, man, I don't believe he made, I don't believe he was a man yet. Smooth stones <coughs> out of the brook and put them in the shepherd's bag, which he had. And he says here, and even in a script and with a sling was in his hand. And he drew near to the Philistine, and the Philistine came and drew near unto David. And the men that bared the shield went before him. When the Philistine looked about and saw David, he discerned him, and for he was but a youth and ruddy and of fire accountants. Must have been a good-looking little feller, wasn't he? Hey man, I, he probably was a good-looking young man. Hey man, just a kid. And, Philistine, uh, and the Philistine said unto David, And my dog, That thou comest to me with staff. And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, Amen. God's a man that speaks up. Bless God, you pay attention. Amen. I tell you what, you ought to thank God for your pastor. Amen. Amen. Let me brag on him just for a second, if you don't mind. He's the same man outside these four walls as he is inside these four walls. He's no different. I hope you know that. Bless God, I tell you, even whenever we're up there at something, he comes up, and I have, I've got customers. He can tell you, I've got customers come in there, and bless God, they'll cuss the world down. He'll give them Jesus. Amen. He'll give them Jesus right there in, right there in that old greasy pit. Amen. Yeah, I, he's done it more than once. But I want you to know something. You ought to listen to him when he speaks. Amen. Hey, let me tell you something about a pastor. And these men can tell you the same. Uh, they have sleepless nights. I mean, they got to put on a fake smile every day. You can't see what's going on at the pastor's house. You can't see that the, that the pastor and, and mama had a, a, a very vocal conversation. Hey, man, you, you're not to see that. Hey, man, he's got to put on a smile and come in here and listen to you gripe about fussing with your wife. Amen. And then he's got to pray for you. If he's a sickness, he's got to go to the hospital. And in between all this, he's got to put in time studying the Bible, praying for your family. Amen. Going out and telling the lost that there is a Jesus that will save them, a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. His job does not stop every day whenever he shuts down this Bible and goes out those doors. Bless God, this is not his mission field either. Amen. This is where he comes and gets back and support from you guys. He goes out there and goes to work. 
When God's man speaks, listen. Notice what David says. Then said David to the Philistines, Thou comest to me with a sword and a spear and with a shield, but I. He says, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord. Amen. He said, I come to thee in the name of the Lord of the host, the God of the, of the army of Israel, whom thou have defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give the, car- give the carcass to the host of of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with a sword and with a spear for the battle is the Lord and he will give you unto our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine rose and came and drew nigh to meet David that David hasted and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slang and smote the Philistine in his forehead. And the stone sank into his forehead and he fell upon the face of the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistines with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him but there was no sword in his in the hand of David see the Philistines had a champion so called amen back whenever I was a kid boy I my daddy told me this he said I mean I've been in well over a hundred street fights I I mean I, I loved the fight I did I loved it I was good at it my daddy said this. He said, son, I come home one night. I had cauliflower. Both ears was cauliflowered out. I mean, I was beat black and blue. And uh, daddy said, or my mama said, you're going to go to the hospital. I said, I can't go to the hospital. She said, why? I said, because I sent the other guy to the hospital. I said, and we both get up there. I said, I'm going to jail because I hurt him pretty bad. I said, I'm just going to stay here. She said, well, you can't go to sleep. Daddy come in there. He said, son, he said, he said, remember this. He said, there's always somebody that is meaner and badder than you. I didn't believe that. I thought I was that man. See, old Goliath, he thought he was that man. Yeah. Amen. But God showed him just exactly what he could do with a little kid. Yeah. Goliath, nine foot, over nine foot tall. Yeah. I'm six two. I, I, I would make only two thirds of Goliath. Think about that. I mean, I'm 6'2", 300 pounds. Goliath is probably, uh, I forget, the, I forget the, the measurements, 9 foot uh, 4 inches or something like that. And he probably weighed somewhere north of 550 to 600 pounds. Monster of a man. Amen. And God took a little young kid and one smooth rock. Now God's the one that, I know God's the one that drove the, that drove the rock between his eyes. I know that without a shadow of a doubt. He just used David as an instrument. God directed the rock. I understand all of that. But to the world, David killed Goliath. David killed the champion. 
You know, in 2023, I hope you're not looking for a champion as Goliath is. I hope you're looking for the champion of Jesus Christ. I hope that I hope and pray that you are looking and praying. Just like the brother read out of Revelation 22, even so, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Uh-huh. Amen. I, I believe whenever John looked over there and he seen that new Jerusalem coming down. I believe when he laid eyeballs on that, he was, he's like, man, I'm ready to go. Amen. And when he looked across that crowd and seen a number that no man could number, I believe, boy, howdy, this is my new family. I can't wait to get here. Amen. Amen. You imagine walking on streets of gold, seeing walls of jasper, a gate of yeah, pearl. Yeah. Boy, ain't that's, that's going to be a, it's, it's just not even, you can't, I've got a vivid imagination. I really do. I can paint a beautiful picture in my mind and I'm satisfied that's not even 1% of it, bless yeah. God. I, there's no way in the world that it's even entered into man's mind what God has laid in store for us over yonder. It may be 2023 we get to go home. Amen. But let me tell you something, if not in 2023, New Year's Eve, and Brother Dennis, bless God, has another night watch service. Don't you come down here, and if I'm here, I may not be a preaching, but I might be sitting here listening. Don't you point a finger at me and say, you said he was coming in 2023. No, I didn't. I said, he might. He might. Bless God, be ready. Have your bags packed. Side the door. That's a metaphor, bless God. I mean, you, you ain't got to put them beside the door. You just need to have your bags packed, amen. <laughs> stay ready. Stay prayed up. Stay Bibled up. Study your Bible, church. Amen. I'm afraid. Let me tell you something. This altar right here, if it's like any other church I've ever been in, it's neglected. Yeah. It's highly neglected. You ought to repent before you come to church. Gotcha. You ought not wait until the preacher gives an altar call to repent. Right. Hey man, if you, if you have not repented of, uh, of the sin that you have committed prior to service, that service is not going to be beneficial to you. Yeah. Not one bit. But if you'll repent before the service starts, then, bless God, that message will be beneficial to you. And then you can come and say, God, thank you for sending that message my way. So in 2023, read your Bible more. Yeah. Use the altar more. Yeah. Pray more. Amen. And be a looking for Jesus. Amen. Amen. Brother Dennis.